This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for joining us. In just a moment, we're going to be joined by Brian Doan. He's a national recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports to discuss a couple big commitments that took place in his neck of the woods, including Georgia landing a four-star linebacker. We're also going to discuss a player that he's very familiar with in five-star quarterback and new Oklahoma Sooners commit Caleb Williams. And we're also going to look ahead to this coming weekend, which should feature another couple big commitments including George Wilson a four-star defensive end from Virginia who right now the crystal ball unanimously has going to North Carolina which by the way has the number three recruiting class in the country please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and if you're listening to this embedded on a 24-7 sports website or message board Remember, you could get this show right away, so hit that subscribe button. We're also beginning to gather questions for our second mailbag episode. Our first one you could find in our feed. It was a big hit recently. And if you have your question, please leave a five-star Apple podcast review for a chance to get it answered by our team of analysts. So let's get to it. Here is the kickoff. We're going to do this segment a little bit different than we have in other episodes the kickoff now with a special guest and and a, what better way to do so than with with a, with a guard of honor for for Brian Doan <laughs> national recruiting analyst for 24/7 sports you're a champion my guy hey man liverpool got to love it already have my liverpool mask my liverpool championship shirt my liverpool championship hoodie kudos to my wife you know so very good stuff there and i'm watching a little mls is back while we do this you're getting your football fix, uh, the, the other football, uh, I, I, I should say. It's been a long wait for you, right? With Liverpool not winning the, the domestic league in about in your 30 lifetime? years. It's been 30 years. <laughs> I was going to say, in your lifetime? I'm, I'm, in my early, I'm in my early 30s, but right. I, I wasn't right. cognizant of what was happening. <laughs> I Also, self-disclosure, I, I am too a Liverpool fan like Brian Doan. Uh, but Brian, uh, obviously a, a big week for, for Liverpool to win it last, last week. Let's get into recruiting. There was some big news that happened. Uh, earlier this week, Corey Foreman, the number one overall prospect in the 24-7 sports composite. He's number two in our rankings at 24-7 sports. He released a top seven. And what was significant about it was the, the message that accompanied his edit that he put out on his Twitter account. And I'm going to read it. it. It goes, quote, I am a young black man that is happy and proud of my race. The Black Lives Matter movement is and forever will be powerful and definitely never forgotten. These are the schools I will now be focusing on the most. Set the standard and dot, 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 be different. So he's got at, uh, USC, Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Clemson, which we, he was already previously committed to, and LSU. And the seventh school is Howard University. What, what do we make of, of his message and how he's bringing, 
I guess, um, you know, shedding the light on, on the situation as a recruit who has a platform. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think it's absolutely awesome. And you saw one of the top basketball players committed to Howard, I think it was last week. And, and I think it's something that in this part of the country, now you got to remember, Howard's about three and a half, four hours from where I'm from. You also have Morgan State, Norfolk State. I mean, it is part of the fabric of this part of the country in particular. And I think it's great. And, you know, I, I look at what's gone on, you know, with Black Lives Matter, and, and it's such an important thing. And, and what I what you really see in the football recruiting aspect of it are kids and even the college football players, what Twitter and Instagram, but, but mostly Twitter, for me at least, it's given people that platform to say what they want to say, to make a difference and take it beyond just football and make it a social issue. And listen, I was young one time and going to college. And what I love about recruiting is when you talk to these kids, they all think they're going to change the world. And it's really a breath of fresh air when you talk to them. A, it keeps you young. B, they have so much energy and they go to college, you know, whether you're going to Michigan, LSU, Boston College, Howard, Norfolk State, Morgan State, the idea is to go and impact in a good way, in a positive way, and in this case for change, which is needed. And so when I see stuff like this, it, it just it makes me smile. I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I, I also thought it was very significant. And, and I think I told you this before we, we started recording is even if he doesn't end up going to Howard, right? Let, let's say he recommits to Clemson or he goes down to LSU or Georgia or Alabama, plays his ball in the ACC and the SEC, play, or, or stays out West, plays for Oregon or USC, and, and doesn't go to Howard. The fact that he's doing this, like you said, it, uh, via social media, bringing awareness and saying, hey, uh, you know, I stand for something. Uh, this is my message. And recruits now, especially moving into the age of name, image, and likeness, which is getting a lot of traction, I think are starting to realize that they do have a, a voice and they have a, a way to impact not only their communities, but you know, they, these are national names. We're talking about Corey Foreman from Corona, California, and, and I'm sure every recruiting fan in the South, every Clemson fan uh, knows who he is, right? So these are players that I think now recognize that they do have um, something to stand for and, and, stand, and, and, and now have the mediums and the way uh, to go about it. So I thought it was really cool. And and uh, obviously, a, a, a kudos to Corey Foreman to do that and, and to bring attention to you know something that's very important to him. Yeah, and one other thing for me, Blair, when when Corey Foreman does this, what it does is it it again continues the discussion. There's different ways to continue the discussion, and it continues the discussion because if it was a top six, the discussion would be, well, can he go back to Clemson? What about USC? Can LSU come in? Well, now the conversation is about Howard and it's about Black Lives Matter and it's about changes in society. And I think when I look at it, that's the positives of when you do something exactly. like this. And, that, that's hey, the love impact. See, I'd love to see the kid go to Howard. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be something, right? The number one <laughs> player in the class uh, in the composite to go to Howard, just like we saw you mentioned uh, a McCour Maker, a uh, five-star basketball recruit committed to Howard over the likes of Kentucky and UCLA. So it's been done on the basketball side. On the football side, I think we're still waiting for that to happen. 
listen, I've been to games, you know, that Howard's played, that that Norfolk State's played, and that Morgan State's played. I've been to the games. It's great. I mean, those kids play hard. They try hard. There's no difference between what they're trying to do and what the kids at Clemson or LSU or BAM or whatever. I mean, shoot, go play, play good football, get a great education. It's what I tell every kid after we do the commitment interviews. Congratulations. Make sure you get the degree. You know, I, a good friend of mine went to Howard, always talks about what a great time he had going to school there. I mean, yeah, go to school, enjoy where you're at and make a difference. Right. So Corey Foreman includes Howard in his top seven, along with Bama, Clemson, LSU, Georgia, USC, Oregon. Uh, and, and obviously will be one of the recruitments to monitor in the months to come. Greg Biggins actually had a story you can check out on 24-7 Sports. Uh, Brian, let's move on to something that already happened this week. And, and, and while we're speaking about Georgia, they landed a big-time commitment from four-star linebacker Jamon Dumas-Johnson from the Baltimore, Maryland area, St. Francis Academy, a top-15 linebacker at his, or posi- posi- uh, player at his position in the composite rankings, a four-star prospect, a top-10 prospect in the state of Maryland, and you had Impeg going to the Bulldogs on the crystal ball. Yeah, I mean, he's a kid that I've seen play a few times over the years, been to his practice. I love him. Absolutely love him. Um, He's a great in-the-box guy. I think he has the athleticism to be able to play sideline to sideline as well. He's physical. He's a smart kid. He likes to study film. He made the transition from outside linebacker to mostly inside linebacker from his sophomore to junior season. Um, I think of kids – that are going to go play linebacker in the SEC and you better be able to run and you better be able to hit. And this kid can do them both. He's got great body control. He's really good in space. One-on-one he'll make the tackle. He's a good tackler. And when he hits you, man, I'm telling you, he hits you and you'll be watching from the sideline and you feel it. Uh, I, I just think Georgia, you know, did a great job of saying how he would fit in their scheme, playing in the middle of their defense. He's a guy that can call a defense. I, I, I absolutely love him as a player. When you are watching linebackers, because it it brings back memories. I don't know if you remember Justin Flo, five-star linebacker in the previous class who signed with Oregon and Georgia was actually one of the schools he was considering there at the end. I remember seeing him in a game last fall and he's making a goal line stand and he knocks a kid back about five yards and breaks his own face mask in the process <laughs> when I'm looking at linebackers I just I want to see guys that are going after it and and it sounds like Dumas Johnson is one of those guys that will will just kind of put it on the line and, and is just doing everything he can to make tackles so the, the first time I saw him play was his sophomore year I was up in Connecticut there playing St. Thomas Moore and you know they St. Francis was markedly better it wasn't even a close game but he And I I had this conversation with his coach today. He committed. Um, He ran so fast. He hit people hard. And you know, in high school, kids take plays off or if the ball's tipped, there's really not a lot of acceleration and effort to go get to it and kind of make that diving play. This kid's effort was all over the charts. Now, St. Thomas More had some good players that went on to, you know, (laughs) D1 schools. And he's hitting kids, and you could, like like I said, you feel like, oof, oof. And you knew that any time he hit you, 
you're going to know, you're going to be like, oh, that was Dumas Johnson who hit me as a ball carrier. That's what you're thinking. Because, you know, I guess the best way to describe it is sometimes when somebody tackles, it's, it feels like a heavy tackle and it's physical and it just takes a lot out of the ball carrier. That's how this kid hits. We're talking to Brian Doan. He's a national recruiting analyst for 24 7 Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at Brian Doan7. Uh, Brian, so Georgia has two commitments now in your area, the other being four-star defensive end Elijah Judy from the state of Pennsylvania. They add Dumas Johnson. You know, he's a linebacker. You like him a little bit more inside and, and being an, a box guy. Obviously, it's, it's tough to break into that linebacker room at Georgia. It's, it's, it's so loaded. It's, it, it, they have a lot of talent. It's going to be hard to earn uh, playing time and snaps early on in your career. And, and, and it, you have to kind of wait sometimes to make an impact. What do you think his potential is in the SEC? Well, I mean, look, he, <laughs> I think he's going to be a starter at some point. I, I don't know how long it takes him to to work his way up the depth chart to understand the defense, know what the calls are going to be. I, I think he's a kid that can get there and play on special teams pretty quickly. Um, even though he's 6'1", 235, he runs well. I could see him on kind of like a kick coverage unit. Um, and then it's just a matter of how quickly he gets, you know, he can climb the depth chart, how how well he develops and how well other people develop that he's battling for starting time. But, you know, if by year two, he's not a key part of that defense, then that's going to tell me that George's defense is going to be unreal if he can't break into that by year two. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and that's always kind of the thing that I tried to discuss with, with fans, right, is, is the potential for early impact. So you're talking about those high tier five stars, the high four-star prospects, the guys that we expect to get on campus and push for immediate playing time. Uh, physically, a lot of players aren't ready, even though their upside is there and they have a lot of the projection and, and they might be highly ranked. It takes some time for some of these players, right? Um, so obviously, that's that's one thing to keep an eye on, especially with a player, like I said, a linebacker going to Georgia. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how things shake out for Dumas Johnson. Uh, stay right here. You're listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. We'll be right back with Brian Doan. Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast, joined by guest Brian Doan. You can follow him on Twitter, at Brian Doan247. He is a Premier League champion. How much swag do you think you'll be getting? Because I, I've, I've been putting some money aside, and I'm trying to, you know, they're moving into a new apparel company. So obviously, that's already going to change my wardrobe. But yeah, I have to get rid of all the old stuff. I, I need to I need to stay with the times, Brian. How, what, what are you, are you going to go with the scarves? Are you getting the, the DVDs? Are you going to get the magazines, the, the books, what, the, the glassware? What are, you, what are you going with? All right. So a couple things. A, I'll probably get a lot of stuff. I, I need to really sit down and look at it. It's been 30 years, Brian. Well, I, right. I'll get a, but here's the thing that you got to understand. And, and 
can I call you a millennial? Or you, you feel like one? Okay. Uh, I, th- I think you I feel am. like one. No, I think I am. You feel like one. And from our days of covering UCLA together, you, you feel like one. Okay. But here's the thing. I'm going to get my Carlsberg shirt out and all the other shirts from Liverpool. So people understand, yo, I didn't just jump onto this bandwagon because they won. I suffered through those eighth and ninth place finishes when just making Europa League was nice. Yeah. Or the year that they beat AC Milan in Champions League and then Champions League had to redo how they invite teams because Liverpool didn't finish in the top five in the league. So then had to go through qualifying, which I think you were about nine when that happened. So I'm not going to, I mean, I'll get a bunch of new stuff, but I will also rep the old stuff. Repping it. I like it. I like it, Brian. I, li- I like your approach. Uh, le- let's talk about Caleb Williams now, five-star yeah. quarterback. <laughs> oh, wait, people actually tuned in. For <laughs> yeah, let's, well, from top five to a five-star quarterback, uh, that was my little transition there. Caleb Williams <laughs> at the Elite 11 Finals was named the MVP. And, you know, we all saw the film. We all saw the tape. I, I think some people might not have agreed with it, but I, I like their reasoning. I like I like the the reasoning that Trent Dilfer gave, uh, and that whole staff at the Elite Eleven who who do a phenomenal job every year to put this event together. And it is fifty percent junior film and evaluation, and also the performance on the field, and then fifty percent camp evaluation. So it's it's a whole body of work. What did you think of Caleb Williams's week? Obviously going into his commitment, which he announced to Oklahoma over the weekend. Yeah, it's tough because you're going into Elite 11, which is basically a robotic situation, which is quarterback training. Can you make these throws? They ask you to do a lot of things at tempo. Did he have the best week? Of course not. You know, there were inconsistencies. His accuracy wasn't as on point as I've seen it been. And so I get all that. I get that maybe he wasn't the best quarterback during those days. And if we're picking the best player from just those days as the elite 11 MVP, well, then it's not Caleb Williams. But I've seen Caleb Williams play multiple times. I've seen him camp. I've seen him practice. Part of his game and a big part of his game is movement and not tucking and running and not rolling out. He can move in the pocket. You know, he can feel pressure. He, he gets a lot of pressure where he plays. And it's his ability to make plays outside of the pocket a lot of times, throwing off balance and really being creative. And if 50% or 75%, whatever the tweet was, I don't know, um, or maybe both, um, to me, he's the best quarterback in the class and you're taking whatever he did during his junior year. And that's a big part of it. And so can somebody overcome that at elite 11 and maybe Sam Hurd could have overcome it, but he wasn't there. Yeah. I think I spoke about this with Charles power earlier in the week on our other episode is, is I like that they do it that way because then it represents kind of the the whole class as a whole, right? It's not just a two-day thing or a a two-and-a-half-day thing. Uh, You would want your class in the 2021 group 
to be as well represented as possible if you're going back and 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 maybe pegging some alumni right that are elite 11 you want to if you're running that event you want to give your your event the best name it can uh for the future right and 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 if they like caleb williams enough and and obviously no one closed that gap as much as they should have during the week to overtake him for that mvp spot then uh you know that that's what you kind of have to go with and and you know i i did think he struggled at, at times he wasn't the sharpest player um but like you mentioned when you take in the whole body of work what he was able to do last year uh and just kind of the buzz that he has built uh you understand it and you know it, it's a it's a it's a huge week for him caleb williams to be the mvp then to commit to oklahoma what did you think of 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 him going to the sooners obviously it wasn't a surprise you know the the crystal ball had already been pretty unanimous to the Sooners for a long time. Um, but what do you make of him and, and his potential there for Lincoln Riley? First of all, CBS HQ did an awesome job because it was cool to watch him announce with fireworks in the background and all that. So that, that was really cool. And, you know, when you look at him as a quarterback, and, and I say the same about Kyle McCord, who's from my region going to Ohio State, you know, Lincoln Riley does not make a lot of mistakes at quarterback. And, and really hasn't, you know, since he's been at Oklahoma. And if this is the guy he wants and this is the guy he really sees and, and is on board with them, I think that says a lot. And does it go into your evaluation? No, no. I mean, you're, you have independent thought, but you also sit there and say, you know, this guy happens to know what he's doing with quarterbacks and bringing them in. And, you, and also developing them, which is a key part, because a lot of times you'll hear, oh, you guys missed on this guy. Well, technically we did, but sometimes the coaching staff doesn't do a good job developing them. And so I think Lincoln Riley will develop him. I think he fits the offense well. He's multiple in that he can get out and run. He's got a strong arm. He can throw the short pass into a tight window. He throws a nice deep ball. He's patient. He's smart. He's a workaholic. Um, he, he's everything you want in a quarterback. And then the athleticism and the skill set and the arm talent, to me, to me, there's no question he's the number one quarterback in the class. We're joined by Brian Doan. You could follow him on Twitter at Brian Doan47. He is a national recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports. Brian, you've been pretty busy. Uh, there was another bit of activity in your neck of the woods. Tyreek Chappelle, three-star cornerback, committed to Texas A&M. He's from Pennsylvania. Uh, the Aggies don't really go up to that part of the country uh, very often. What, what do you think they're getting in, in Chappelle? Yeah, and they've come up here a little more because of Elijah Robinson on staff, who's from the you know South Jersey, Philadelphia area. Um, what are they getting? They're getting a kid who on tape runs well. I've seen him play live. Uh, great straight line speed. He can be physical. He is a great competitor. He always wants to get better. And to be honest, he was a kid that I really had high on my list to see in the spring because I really think he has four-star potential. I wanted to get some official track times. I, I got some handheld times that are impressive, you know, the four fours and, you know, the 10 sevens in the hundred, but I like, I, I, I'd rather go with laser times or electronic times. And so being a little bit patient there and, you know, just loosen your hips a little bit more, but I, I think he's a really good player just with the speed aspect of it. Um, you're going to need that in the SEC. He brings attitude and he's not afraid to go and compete. And so I, I do like all that stuff. He's a, he's a bright kid. He's a smart kid who really understands the process well and really did a good job of 
going through it and vetting schools and everything and, and finding the best fit for him. And, you know, he had told me a while ago that his mom had planned to move to Texas after he graduates from high school, regardless of what school he was picking. This was really early in the process. And so I think, you know, that that's also a nice thing for him, but I, I like it. I, I think for A&M, if you're going to come up here, um, make sure you're getting a kid that has some kind of special skill set. You know, what does he do really well? And for me, just watching him on tape and seeing him in person, I think he runs really well and he has that speed. And so you can build off of that. Yeah, I agree with you. If you're going to go that distance, right, and you're going to exert some of the energy and go out and recruit a player that might be outside of, of your zone that you typically go after, he has to have something special. And it sounds like Tyreek Chappell has that speed factor. He had over two dozen offers, so he was a highly coveted prospect. Uh, obviously a player that, like you mentioned, hopefully uh, we're able to see later in the fall and then we can see whether his stock is where it should be or whether it should go up. Yeah, and, and, two, and two things about that, Blair. First of all, he probably would have had more offers if there was a spring yeah, evaluation Yeah, a, tr- a traditional and, year. It, well, not only that, but it, it became clear pretty early, you know, maybe early May where he was headed. And so I think that slowed some other schools down. And then, you know, the other part is if we don't have football in this part of the country, and, and who knows, He's close enough to me where I'll be able to go watch him work out. I mean, he's an hour from where I live. Um, you know, there's things that you can do to go see kids to see if they continue to develop and maybe see some things that you did not see, maybe on tape or that you looked at early in the process. So he's going to get his look. So for A&M fans, he'll get his look. I mean, you, I'll tell you that right now. He'll get his look. A couple more big announcements scheduled for this coming weekend. In your neck of the woods, Brian Doan. Let's start with George Wilson. He's a four-star defensive end from Virginia Beach, Virginia. A top 15 weak side defensive end in the 24-7 sports rankings. A top 200 prospect. And right now, North Carolina unanimously leading the crystal ball with all seven predictions. Heading into the announcement, what do you make of, of, of the situation with the Tar Heels? How comfortable are you with that pick? Yeah, I'm really comfortable with it. I know South Carolina is trying to make a push and Penn State is continuing to push as well. But I'm really comfortable with it because he was going to take his time. North Carolina was not in his, I believe it was a top six or seven originally. They offered like a day later, you know, a few weeks later, he does a top four and North Carolina's in it. He's been down to the campus. Dre Bly, the assistant coach from there, has a great relationship in the 757 for those who don't know that's the virginia beach tidewater area 757 area code it's called the 757 um tony grimes number one cornerback in the composite just committed to north carolina on cbs hq uh last week so i mean everything's lining up everything i've heard is north carolina i still like north carolina as the pick the number three class in the country could you have imagined that that you'd be saying that about the tar heels at this time I could imagine it from this standpoint. If you've ever been on that campus and understand the academics of that school, yes, I could understand it. And then Mac Brown with what he can do, he's so personable. Yeah, I mean, did so I the, expect it? No, but I understand it. Is yeah. that but yeah. is that what is that do you think what the secret ingredient is 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 have not only what North Carolina stands for and 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 like you mentioned the academic appeal and the prestige that it has, but d- did they need the right cook in that kitchen? They did. I mean, and you you look at any program, just 
I mean, look what he did at Texas, okay? And what's Texas been like since he left? He won a national championship at Texas, and that wasn't by accident. He had North Carolina rolling before he left for Texas. I mean, you know, Steve Spurrier, when he was at Florida, look what he did there. Look what Urban Meyer did at Florida. You, It's not just about being a good coach. You have to be a great recruiter. And by, you know, Florida State, when they were rolling, I had the pleasure of being able to sit with Bobby Bowden when I was covering UCLA and they were doing stuff, you know, and they played each other. I mean, Bobby Bowden, I could listen to him talk for seven hours. Yeah, Mac Brown has that. Kids want to listen to him. And when you talk to Mac Brown for the first time, you feel like you've known him for 10 years. George Wilson, four-star defensive end from the state of Virginia set to announce his decision on July 12th. So keep it over at 24 seven sports for all the latest there. Another prospect that's expected to announce on July 12th is Greg Penn. The third, he's a four-star inside linebacker from the state of Maryland, a top 10 prospect at his position, a top 10 prospect uh, in his own state, a top 200 prospect uh, overall in the 24 seven sports composite. Greg Penn right now, it sounds like it's going to be a, a nice little battle. What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think? What do you make of this situation right now? Yeah, I, I think if you asked me a month ago, it was Maryland. You know, I, I think his former, the former coach at DeMatha where he plays is on staff at Maryland. DeMatha is five minutes from campus. And I, you know, then LSU made this really strong push. And I would not be surprised to see him wind up at LSU. Um, I, I think there's time where things can go back and forth still on this, but the idea of playing in the SEC, the idea of playing at a national championship winner, um, playing on that LSU defense where you just think a guy's flying all over the place. It's a physical league, um, but you also get tested in coverage as a linebacker. Um, it's an interesting battle. Um, if you asked me two weeks ago, Marilyn, you asked me now, I could see LSU. It's going to be very interesting to monitor everything that happens this coming weekend. Brian Doan will be staying busy, not only with, with recruiting, but I'm sure his delivery guy is going to be uh, you know, keeping him busy going to the door and, and trying to check on uh, all his Liverpool orders. Well, and I hope you get the same kind of orders at your establishment. Did we, did, so did we, did we come to an agreement on what you're going to get? We did not because I haven't looked thoroughly yet because we've been dealing with rankings and so much other stuff and all these kids committing. But I go on vacation in a few weeks and you can bet I'm going to be sitting there relaxing on my laptop trying to figure out what Liverpool gear I need. But I'll say this. There's going to be a lot of it. I like it. I like it, Brian. Well, enjoy <laughs> enjoy that. Enjoy the final couple games. Enjoy the uh, MLS's back tournament as well. I know you're a big soccer guy, so it's a great time for, for you and, and your TV viewing. Thank you so much for joining us uh, again this week, Brian. Hey, I appreciate you having me as always. That was Brian Doan. You can follow him on Twitter at Brian Doan247. He's a national recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports. A reminder, if you've got a recruiting question, please leave it in a five-star Apple podcast review. For a chance to get it answered on an upcoming mailbag episode, we had one recently that was a big hit, and we can't wait to do the next one. Thank you so much for listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast, and everyone, enjoy your weekend. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.